Hello, I'm Kath McAloon. We begin today with news of a major deal to send live cattle into China. Billionaire Gina Reinhart has signed an agreement which could see the export of as many as 300,000 cattle a year. Mrs Reinhart's Hancock Prospecting is working to establish a joint venture with Chinese companies to take cattle from northern Australia for processing and sale in China. Hancock says it will still process its top-end Wagyu and most of its Kidman cattle in Australia. Any deal would need approval from the Chinese government and the Foreign Investment Review Board. Farmers who supply the Bega Cheese Company reckon they'll be able to make money based on the company's new milk price. Bega will pay $5.50 per kilogram of milk solids, which is 80 cents per kilogram more than competitor Murray Goulburn. Bega supplier Daryl Huey says the better price will help farmers move on from the dairy crisis. I suppose the initial reaction was just relief. I wouldn't say excitement, but a, a bit of joy. Um, it's certainly not going to be turning us into millionaires overnight, but at least it provides a cash flow and gives us a price that is going to give us the money to at least balance things a bit easier and, and make some um, better decisions. Warnable Cheese and Butter has also announced a $5.50 per kilogram opening milk price. Fonterra will announce an opening price next week. It's already forecast a closing price range of up to $5.70 per kilo. Irrigators say a new energy plan being unveiled by Australia's chief scientist today needs to set the stage for greater certainty on power prices. Alan Finkel is recommending a clean energy target, meaning retailers have to buy a minimum amount of power from low emission sources. The National Irrigators Council says that's all well and good, but Australian farmers want electricity prices to go down. The council's CEO, Steve Wan, says the current trend of price hikes is unsustainable for farmers. The fundamental thing for irrigators is to see prices come down from the highs they're at at the moment, to see some certainty in the electricity market and to see some reform which actually turns it into a real market, not one which just seems to produce exorbitant profits for the owners of the infrastructure. Western Australian beekeepers claim their growing industry is being jeopardised by backburning in state forests. The state government has already burned 238,000 hectares this season, the biggest area burnt in 29 years. Honey producers rely on Crown land for around 80% of their production and are struggling to meet record overseas demand for their disease-free colonies. Capilano Honey's Michael Ballam says the potential loss in yields down the track is significant. We've basically been told this is happening, take away your bees, take away your loads, but the issue isn't really to do with the hives that are in the area. The issue is to do with the actual fuel loads, the actual flowers that are going to be burnt, potentially missing out on a good 10 years of income by burning the beekeeping sites. The government says burns are needed for community safety and it's consulting with the bee industry. A Queensland game meat processor has halted operations after receiving a suspension notice from the state government's food safety watchdog. Barco Queensland claimed they were told yesterday to shut down production at their Charlieville plant where they had been processing kangaroo meat for human and pet food. Safe Food Queensland wasn't able to confirm the suspension and Barco General Manager Daniel McGettigan says he hasn't been told the exact reasons for the decision, which will affect 25 staff and 30 shooters. The product coming out of there was A1, like the uh, meat looked good, everything, you know, the boys are doing a good job out there. But I'm, I suppose we're yet to find out. I never knew that they could just go in and suspend a business like that overnight, but they have and I suppose they're only doing their job.
Cows wearing fitness trackers like Fitbits could become a common sight, with dairy farmers being urged to embrace wearable technology and big data. Animal sciences researcher Jeffrey Bewley from the University of Kentucky says as the dairy industry becomes more unpredictable, data farming will become more valuable. Professor Bewley says trackers can help farmers monitor every aspect of their herd, from breeding to feeding. It's providing this sort of an extra set of eyes on the cows because a farmer can't be watching every cow every second of the day, but a technology attached to the cow can be. So it provides a a new way of, of understanding what's going on with each animal every day. Finally, a chef from northern New South Wales reckons he's onto a winner with his specially made and unique banana jam. Alan Legrand is using a variety of banana, FIAR 17, that's only in a research trial phase and not available commercially. He says although the variety is not great to eat as fruit, it's perfect for jam. He's also using homegrown vanilla beans in the jam and he's created a jam stirring machine with an old car window screen wiper attached to a spatula. Now that's Rural Innovation and for today that's Rural News.